Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to episode number 429 of the Heidi St. John podcast. Today, we're going to be tackling the subject of sex, lies, and motherhood. It's Friday. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. So I'm sure that you guys have noticed uh, there's a lot going on in the culture right now. One of the things that's happening in the culture is uh, with regard to the bathroom bills, right? All of this, the the politics of uh, bathrooms and the transgender and, you know, who gets to use whose bathroom and all of those things. And I've been watching kind of, you know, with a fair degree of interest as uh, President Trump has rescinded Obama's order, basically, you know, kind of a half executive order, sort of a dear colleagues letter, I think is what they're calling it, where he basically said, you need to let these kids use the bathroom that they self-identify as rather than the gender of their birth. And it caused all this huge uproar. A lot of you remember that. And the threat was, if you don't do this, then we will do this. And the and the threat, of course, is to lose federal funding. So it's interesting to see uh, President Trump this week kick it back to the states. And the reason that this is important is because you are raising children. For those of you who are listening to this, with especially with uh, school age children, and, and some of you are, you know, grandparents like me now. But we are raising children in a really incredible time in history, a time when really the emperor has no clothes, and we we're have we're grappling with truth and what is truth and what's your truth versus my truth. And so I want to I'm going to tackle that a little bit today, um, talking about why it's so important that you know who you are in Christ so that you can pass that on to your kids. So we've made it to Friday this week, and I wanna remind you before I go any farther, because I'm gonna forget, I'm gonna forget because I have a whole bunch of things on my mind. We had uh, science fair last night. Three of our kids uh, were involved in their science fair, and so my head's sort of been swimming in science fair and book editing and all these things, and I got to thinking, man, I don't wanna forget uh, to tell you guys, we are looking for a couple of locations, and the last couple of podcasts I keep, forgetting to tell you. And Dorinda's like, you forgot to mention this. (laughs) So Dorinda, my friend, this is for you. We are looking for a couple of locations for my women's event that's going to coincide with the release of my book this fall coming out from Tyndale. Lots of really cool things going on. If you live in an area that could use some encouragement uh, from the word of God, and you guys think you can grab about 300 women, uh, we want to come to your neck of the woods. We are specifically looking for a location near Dallas. So in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we're also looking right now, I think we actually are coming up on a location uh, in Colorado Springs, which is really cool, somewhere in between Denver and Colorado Springs. And we're also looking at Oklahoma right now. So Oklahoma City and Wichita. If you're in basically in the Midwest, uh, or even if you're not, if you if you would like to bring my women's event to your neck of the woods, we would love to talk to you. Email me, podcast at thebusymom.com. Let us know a little bit about where you are, and then uh, Dorinda will get in touch with you. Dorinda does all of my women's events. She coordinates them for me and is a huge uh, blessing to the ministry that we run. So check that out. Also, if you live in the Houston area, we are going to be coming down there to your neck of the woods in just about a month and a half from now, April 28th to 29th. I will be at First Baptist Church of Katy doing Fearless. So we're really excited about that. And then in New York, I will be uh, in Poughkeepsie. We talked about this on Wednesday. I'm just going to say Poughkeepsie just because I like to say it. Poughkeepsie. (laughs) We're going to be in Poughkeepsie, New York on May 19th and 20th. And that will also be fearless. So I have a passion to encourage, uh, 
women to engage the culture fearlessly. God said in his word that he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And it really is my heart to equip you with the tools that come from the word of God. They really are timeless. And you really are, just like we talked about last Wednesday, uh, God's word is relevant and you are relevant because you know the Lord. So excited to see what's going on and what God's going to do in the next in the coming months. We're seeing and have been seeing for quite some time really kind of a mad grab in the culture from the cultural elites and from political elites who are trying to say that they can do a better job than parents can. We are definitely seeing this in Ontario, Canada right now. If you're not following what's happening in Ontario with regard to parental rights, check it out. Uh, there's a bill that's being that's been uh, debated on the floor there and it's under the guise of Uh, protecting children, right? Who doesn't want to protect children? We all want to do that. But this has nothing to do with protecting children and everything to do with taking parental rights away from children. And it's a lie that parents should not be the primary influencers in their children's lives in everything from religion to human sexuality. So a child's first lessons about their bodies, right? Everything from their appearance to what God says about human sexuality comes from, uh, or at least it should come from, their parents. And I grew up watching my parents uh, interacting with each other. And of course, many of you have heard me uh, share my my story before, but my parents divorced when I was 18. But I watched my parents and they had a very dysfunctional relationship. And my mom carried herself uh, according to how my dad saw her. And our kids are watching us. The messages that we give them early in life have a deep, long-lasting impact on how they see themselves as adults. So how do we handle what's going on in the culture right now? Where do we start? How do we pass on a godly perspective of sexuality and beauty to our kids? You know, I was watching uh, a video that came across my feed on Facebook the other day uh, from Students for Life. I actually happen to know this young girl, not very well, but I know her uh, through just a ministry connection. And they were talking about Vogue or Teen Vogue magazine. If you haven't checked this out and you are the parent of a teen and and your child is even remotely near that magazine... Uh, this is important for you to listen to. But she took those people out in her argument about why, because they were basically saying, oh, we're sorry, you've had an abortion. We're going to help you. You know, you won't feel bad if you wear fancy underwear. You won't feel bad if you blah, 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 blah. It was it was such a sad commentary on the culture, but it was so encouraging to watch this godly young woman give a defense for why we should promote and protect not only women, uh, but human sexuality, it's so important. So how do we pass on uh, how do we pass this on to our kids? Well, just like every area of our life, we need a starting place. And for Christians, their starting place, our starting place is the Bible. The Bible says that we should not trust human wisdom where these tender topics are concerned. We need to rely on the wisdom of God. In 2 Peter 1 3, the apostle uh, reminds us that we have all we need already because of God. By his divine power, the Bible says, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Everything. Everything. God didn't leave anything out of his parenting manual. By his divine power, we can understand God's standard for living a godly life. He's not silent on the issue of our appearance. He's not silent on human sexuality. In fact, he has a lot to say about it. And like any good father, God knows us and loves us. And we need to tell our children that they're worth comes from God. And guess what, mom? You can't do that unless you believe it too. 
So I'm saying, on my, I say this on my podcast all the time, we can't give our kids what we don't have. So if we have a low image, a low self-esteem and image, you know, low image of ourselves, I'm always, uh, you know, I'm, I have this conversation with my husband a lot after seven children, you know, my belly is, is, a, it's a wreck, really. <laughs> I, mean, I look in the mirror and I'm just like, wah, wah. <laughs> that's so, it's so depressing. My sister Hope just had triplets uh, about a month and a half ago. And we often talk about, you know, the changes and the sacrifices really that we make in our own bodies to give birth to another human being. But the bottom line is, is my children are learning how to see themselves by the way they see me, see myself. And today's culture is completely obsessed with itself, right? So the most obvious place to see this is on social media, where kids, and unfortunately, their mothers also, are posting frequent and often inappropriate pictures of themselves. Um, And honestly, the hashtag selfie didn't appear on the scene until around 2004. But check this out, by 2013, the Oxford Dictionary had named selfie its word of the year by 2013. And I got to wonder, what message are we sending our kids in this self-focused generation? So what does the Bible say about our worth? This is so important for you to understand because we can't even, we can't begin to talk to our children about human sexuality and about their worth before the Lord if we can't first see our own worth before the Lord. And I just spent, you know, a year and a half writing about this in a book that's coming out this fall, just growing up in a very dysfunctional home and seeing myself through my father's eyes. Instead of my heavenly father's eyes, I saw myself as my earthly father saw me. So I felt ugly and unloved and stupid. And it took me a long time to learn to see myself through God's lens, right? And I am much more interested that my children see themselves through God's lens than through the lens of the world. I want my kids to know, I'm always telling my girls this, if God had an Instagram account, he'd be following them, loving every angle and feature of his creation. One of my favorite authors, Jerry Bridges, uh, says, don't believe everything that you think because you can't be trusted to tell yourself the truth. You have to stay in the word. And this is true for every aspect of our lives, including the way we feel when we see our reflection in the mirror, right? Because the devil wages his battle in our minds. And I'm telling you what, there has never been a better time to see that than right now. Right now in a culture where we don't, we're not even, we're afraid to say what human beings have known for thousands of years, which is you're born and your sex is determined at birth. That's a boy and that's a girl. And if we're going to do battle with the enemy, he's waging battle, uh, he's waging a battle over our soul in our mind. And if we're going to do battle with him and win, we need to know the word of God. Why? Because we need the mind of Christ. So I'm going to just end. I, I I love just kind of, you know, sending you off into the into the weekend. I love Friday. Yay, Friday. It's pizza night. Guess what, you guys? I am not cooking tonight. That's right. Moment of silence. We're not cooking on Friday night. So what does God say about beauty? His heart toward us is made plain through the scriptures. Notice how the scripture describes his creation as beautiful and wonderfully made. In Psalm 139, verse 14, the Bible says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and I know it full well. And moms who know the word of God and are strong in their knowledge of of, uh, God's love for them, know that they are created in the image of God 
and that God doesn't create anything less than wonderful. And so much of what we're seeing in the culture right now is a reaction to not knowing that. So I want to encourage you so that you can encourage your kids. When you look in the mirror, God wants you to know it full well that he loves you. The creator God was thinking of beautiful you long before you were born. And in his eyes, you are a masterpiece. Every curve, every wrinkle, hey, hey, every stretch mark, the little bend in your toe, every part of you resulted from a creative spark in the eyes of your heavenly father, from the gender that he assigned you at your conception to that little bend in your, in your left toe. His love for you knows no limits, and he sees you as you should see yourself, as a masterpiece. So I want to encourage you as you go uh, into your weekend, especially if you've got teens that you're talking to and children that you're raising, speak into, your, into the lives of your kids. You are a masterpiece. Say it out loud, because your words will carry great authority when you speak the truth. Your words carry authority. This generation of moms, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I believe God's doing amazing things. And when this generation of mothers knows how loved they are and begins to see themselves through the lens of scripture and as reflected from the eyes of their heavenly father, amazing things are gonna happen. Amazing things. And I know that you, Because God says this, you are created to be God's masterpiece. God's gaze is focused on your inner woman. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't, you know, take good care of ourselves and wear your favorite lipstick. I'm not. I'm not talking about uh, not caring for your body. I'm saying that God's gaze is focused on your inner woman. And so, while the world focuses on the outside, God's going to focus on the inside. And God wants you to remember where your true worth and beauty come from. They come from being a daughter of the King of Kings, and that is a message worth passing on to your kids. Last weekend, I was, or or, I'm sorry, a couple of days ago, I was on Instagram uh, waiting for a meeting and uh, just pulling some, uh, just pulling some thoughts together. And I I posted a picture. If you're not following me on Instagram, you should check it out at Heidi St. John. But I said, people will tell you that motherhood is just a stopover on the highway to a greater destination. Don't believe them. The most important thing we may ever do as women as parents, is to leave a godly imprint on the hearts of our children. So it, so wherever you are in your journey today, right? And when I wrote this on Thursday night, I was frustrated. So I said, let me guess, you're not sure what to make for dinner again, and the baby won't let you put her down, your laundry stacking up again, and your teens think you don't know what in the world you're even talking about. Moment of silence. Motherhood is a thing, isn't it? Right? But it's not just any old thing. It's kingdom work. It's soul-shaping, gut-wrenching work. It can be physically and mentally exhausting. But I'm here to lean across the microphone right now and remind you, just give you a big high five and and a hug from heaven and just say that your kids and mine are worth it. Our kids are up against a lot in the culture today, and they need you to be all in. And as parents, you are the first line of prayer defense for your kids. You bear the truth. As a follower of Jesus, you are an image bearer. You bear the truth in a culture that will lie to your children. It's eternal, this beautiful business of raising kids, and it's worth it. Stay in there, you guys. Have a great, great weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.